creep told you not to get off the road. What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Why are you doing this? That was a bad mistake. The hills have eyes. A night of terror. A day of vengeance where no one was spared. Kill the babe! me! They fought back. Anything was a weapon. The family dog to the family car. It's working! The story of an American family who lost everything except the will to survive. The hills have eyes. They wanted to see something different, but something different saw them first. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Next time on NP Armageddon, a new blood pope has been crowned, and she's a real go-getter. Bring forth the knives! We investigate rumors that there are vampires south of the border. I got to tell you, if I were a vampire, this is exactly the place that I would want to be. And we introduce you to this season's must-have item. I find that people are perfectly happy ignoring the suffering of others when it comes to enjoying fantastic consumer products at rock-bottom prices. Plus, real estate tips and traffic. If you leave the body out front for a few days, no one will mess with you. Featuring the voice talents of John Delancey, Barbara Goodson, Andrew Bowser, Christopher R. Ellis, Jeff Bosley, Laurel Vale, Tazon Day, and many others. All this and more in NPR Armageddon, Episode 7, probably the meanest episode. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Panflet. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris now has his balls free. He can get in on this. After I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. For the 195th time.
Holy shit. For the 22nd time this season. Right? Season 2, episode 22. If this was a a drama or a comedy, a situational comedy, this would be the end of the season. This would be the season finale, right? Like 22 to 24 is pretty much like the, yeah, man. the episodes that, that run a full season. So we would be done with the season right now. Well, fuck that. Uh, if, if this was on broadcast television. Uh, we would have been done a while ago if it was on cable because they only do like 13. So that would have been yeah, even depends easier. depends on the show. Uh, so that, that would have been much easier. We could have just stopped. But that's not <laughs> what we're about. You ask any of our previous relationships and stopping is just not something we're into. <laughs> what? What? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oof. That took a turn. Oof. Uh, don't like that. No, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, but I don't like it. Do not like that at all. Buddy, we're, we're back. I know, dude. It feels like it's been a while. Yeah, like we were back last week, but then like it was uh, several weeks beforehand. Uh, before that, that we were just not around. So, yeah. Um, uh, now we're we're hit, we are hitting a, a two episode streak, and then we're going to be off next week. So, yeah, perfect but timing. Like most of June we're going to be back. So. Yeah, and then most of July, and then I think all of August. Yeah, I think I th- all I think of like August. All, I think all of August, pretty much until we stop for the uh, the holiday break, will pretty much be. Yeah. Well, pretty much. Well, there'll be some episodes here and there where we're not. It's not a standard then, episode. Like, but we always talk about it. But like when you come to town for Scary Con, we actually need to record some bullshit. I know. We always say that we're going to, and then we never do because we end up doing other stuff after the show, and then we're yeah. after the convention, and then we're just done. Yeah, especially now that like because we've talked about this, like uh, our our wants and needs out of conventions are different. Yeah. And now that we're not spending 12 hours at a convention all day, Friday and Saturday, I feel like, um, we really need to utilize some of that time to record as opposed to both of us, uh, on separate days, taking very lengthy naps. Yeah. Cause we do that. Uh, yeah. we're, we're napping fools. So we'll, We'll actually get some work done this time. I gotta tell you, like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna put them over yet, uh, but they got an impressive lineup this year so far. Is all I'm saying. Um, I also have the inside track on uh, the uh, the 2024 Vet City Con lineup, and I gotta tell you, I'm impressed. Uh, I, I'm awaiting a text message. Uh, so uh, I am I am impressed that um, you know that they are. Hold on, let me let me, let me send you a gif. I'm going to send you a gif because that's a my GIF. that's my new preferred uh, that's my new preferred way to to chat. Um, hold on a second, let me find a good one. Um, all right, we'll just do this one. This is a fun one. 
okay. that, that that's the headliner. Uh, one of the headliners that they're talking about. So that that is locked in. Like he's locked in. Um, but they're talking about bringing in a couple other headliners, but that's one. That's just the picture of me and you. That is pretty much, yeah. It's just <laughs> us. It's just us the way we just laugh at each other. Uh, when people I, I can't scrolled see. and saw the other gif you sent me earlier of Rob Van Dam. <laughs> I was I was really hoping that 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 one was in the 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 gift toolbar that I had. Yeah. And it was because I, I was like, whenever I I talk about one certain person, I want to find that one gif. And sure, sure enough, they did not let me down. And but I mean, so that's your pick of the goat, though, right? That's that, that that that's when I talk about the goat in a funny way. I will use that's that gif. I'll use that gif. Uh, there's I, there's I, another I, one that I can't that that I can use, but it's not <laughs> as uh, socially acceptable anymore, but I don't can, even care. Can I? Well, you can send it to me. Oh, you I, know, I know I'm, exactly I'm, which one you're talking yeah. about. But is it the one of him mocking someone in the crowd? Yep, I'm looking for it right yep. now. See if I can uh, find it. Yep. Oh, it's it's I mean. first. It's first. Like I type can in I, the name. It's first. Can I pull the curtain back? Can we pull the curtain back for a second? And just I, I, I wanna ask back you one you question. You can pull that flap back if you want. <laughs> so Shawn Michaels. Your pick for Goat, yeah. greatest of all time. Yes. Does he make that without the comeback in 2002? I feel Is like... Is he the Goat without 2002 to 2010? I feel like he had two Hall of Fame-worthy careers. I don't know... I... I don't know if either one of them alone, you could yeah. make a case for the greatest of all time, but putting them together, that's what makes him the greatest of all time. If he never comes back from the injury in 98, he gets a Scott Hall or Kevin Nash Hall of Fame induction. He's not a headliner, but he's in. Yeah. Um, there it is. Uh, that's, that's my favorite. Like, you type in his name, it's the first gift that pops up. How do I not send that to you? I was like, if this is going to take a long time, I'm not going to do it if I have to scroll forever. Because he is a very... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a... I'm going to make up a word right now. He's a very gifable wrestler. Oh yeah. And so I'm worried that there's like, you know, 756 pages of gifts and I'm like, I'm not all about that, but it was number one. So I was like, yeah, why not? We can devote Dude, for the longest time to joke for the longest time. All I wanted was a good gif of, I'm sorry. I love you How's to that? send to people. Like after I like farted in a room and then like <laughs> left, <laughs> Um, but I could never find a good one for, you know, a couple of years. Yeah. But, um, so, um, man, that was fun. Yeah, no, I, I, so I sent you the, uh, the, the Rob Van Dam impression of Shawn Michaels gift <laughs> that, um, so that's that one always cracks me up, even though it's at his expense. It cracks me up. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. But uh, so I hear that you have an incredible story to share with me. Homie, I have a very like weird story for you. 
so let, let's go ahead and pull the curtain back. We've talked about this. Pull that before. flap back. Uh, God damn it. Yep. I Name of the episode. Pull that flap mu- back. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, I, I, I started a new job recently. Um, and uh, I work for a mail order pharmacy. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say anything beyond that. I work for a mail order pharmacy. That's what I do. And uh, occasionally, like, the thing about this is we don't make cold calls. Like, I'm not calling you unless you have filled out a form online or sought us out before. So there is a woman who has filled with us before, and apparently they have had issues with before about refills and this, that, and the other, about constantly thinking we are a scam call. So last week, one of her uh, things is in our payment exception queue. We need to update her form of payment. So I pick up the phone, I call her, and I hear someone else answer. And I go, hey, this is from and I need to talk to you about burnt. And she, uh, it, it sounds like a younger, like probably like teenage child that answers the phone. And all of a sudden, I just hear the phone go down like they're trying to muffle it. And I go, it's a scam call. Or she goes, it's it's a scam call. And I just hear this woman go, get her off the phone. Get, get them off the phone. Get them off the phone. Uh, this isn't. And then I say, this isn't a scam call. Blah has a prescription ready with blah. And we need blah. We, you know, we need a form payment. And they go, she died two months ago. And I go, no, she didn't. I heard you just talked to her. They go, nah, she's dead. And I go, okay, well, when she's no longer dead and needs her prescription filled, have her call us back. <laughs> yeah, you won't get your prescription until then. Yeah. Like, you so will, you hang will up. definitely not get that prescription until then. So, lady hangs up on me. And yesterday... I'm doing my thing, filling prescriptions. Answer the phone, yellow. And it is patient, wondering where their prescription is and why they haven't gotten it yet. Because you did. Yeah. So I go, well, I called last. I go, well, I called last week and said we need an updated form. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was. Someone told me you died two months ago. I'm not sure you could, like, if if I say this, you're going to know what I mean. Have you ever heard someone get flushed over the phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That fucking happened. Like, I heard this woman basically just, like, if there was a noise that the silence on the other end of the phone could have made, it would have been someone hitting, like, both feet stomping on their brakes. <laughs> Because she realized, like, it, it's like that, like, in, in, in that moment, she knew she fucked up. See, I need that sound. Because um, I don't know what the prescription is. You're not, of course, not going to tell me. You're not allowed to tell me. I don't no, want to no, no, know. No. I don't want to know. I'm not going to ask. But if it was, like, something real important, I wish that I had the button that's the uh, the, the Dumb Ways to Die theme song. Dumb ways to Yeah, where it's like you lie and say that you're already dead so that they don't fill your yeah. prescription that you need to not die, and then you die because your dumbass thought it was a scam call, and so you're like, nah. Yeah. Nah. If somebody, okay, here's yeah. the thing. If somebody calls me 
And they're like, hey, you have a prescription for this with this doctor. I'm probably sure that they're not fake. Well, the thing is, I couldn't give a lot of information without verifying who the patient was. Right. And when they said she was dead and I could hear another voice in the background, like especially when they were like, it's a scam call. And I was like, no, no, we're not. Like, we filled a... And, yeah. So... And, like, the craziest part was the bitch doubled down and acted like we were at fault. Like, what was I going to do? Call back again when someone said you were dead? Right. Like, at that point, like, what... I wish there was a way that you could have just, like, completely just canceled it out and, like, sent it back to the doctor and been like, nope, they said that they... Someone said that they were dead. And so, you know... That prescription is considered no good anymore. And then they would have to go all the way back through like the whole process of like getting it re-prescribed and re-sent in because that's a pain in the ass. I've told you before about the 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 dude who made the joke to me about when he was picking up his boner pills when I was at the the Ah. last pharmacy and you know, I'm 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 trying to be friendly. Yeah. And it's like a Friday and I go, oh, and big plans for a weekend. He goes, I'm taking one of these and going to see your mom. And I literally just threw the prescription over my shoulder and go, get out. <laughs> not no more, you're not. And he told me I was being, uh, ir- like, I can't remember what he said, but he said I was being too sensitive. And I was just like, dog i'm about to beat your ass you like in the back of my head i was like i'm about to beat your fat fucking ass if you don't get out this pharmacy right now like yeah, now's a good time for you to go yeah like, like you're about to see a level of white trash i'm not sure you're ready for like, <laughs> if you like, wore you earrings made the, you may you'd like, be popping you them off made the first joke but i'm gonna make the last one like, right like if, if you had earrings you would be popping them off to the person next to you and saying yeah. hold my hoops uh-huh. Because we're about to do this. Like, you're you're not going to like where this conversation goes any more than I'm going to like what I'm about to do to you. Yeah. So. Man, I, I... I will start by saying I absolutely, positively do not miss any of my time in pharmacy tech in that world. I don't miss it at all. Uh, this is so much different and like i mean i'll even say this like the 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 private pharmacy i worked at for a long time was so much different than like dealing with the general public but like because you know there were uh, very few instances but like the most intense situation i ever dealt with was at the private pharmacy. Like you and I have talked about this off air. It's not something I'm comfortable talking about on air was like, you know, the one that led me being suspended for two days. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I still stand by everything that happened during that situation. I, I would, you know, if you ask me, what would you do again? I, I would do exactly what I did. Um, but like, at the same time, like when I was at the private pharmacy and when I've been at, you know, the new mail order pharmacy, like no one's ever threatened to stab me. I haven't had stuff thrown at me. Um, I haven't had an open bag of syringes thrown at me in like over 10 years now. So that's been awesome. 
Yeah, um, that is that is really nice. I haven't had people tell me that I don't know how to read when their prescription is written for this. I haven't had any forgeries in a very long time. Gosh, I remember uh, the only the only forgery prescription that I ever saw in the eight months that I worked pharmacy tech, and it was this guy had a he it was a it was a control and he 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 the way that he had it it was like he added an extra zero at the end of the number of pills and it made it like you know normally when you get pills like when you get a prescription usually it's a there, there are certain numbers that you look for in number of pills that get allotted, whether it's like 30 or yeah, yeah. like, like it, it's, it's like, it will say like, take one daily for seven days and the total quantity is seven. And like, it makes sense. Or yeah. like, like take one a day for a month and it's 30, like, or take two, like take two a day and it's 60. Like it, it, it like the numbers make sense. And it was like, take one you know, a day as needed. And the number was like, like he, he, it was something like he added a one on the end. So it was like, it was like, uh, like 41 pills or something like that. It was something real stupid where it was like, uh, like, like it was like for 10 and he put a one on the end. So it was like one Oh one. And it was like, no one's ever going to write a prescription for 101 pills. Like, come on, bro. So I'm going to send you a picture because I'm not sure anyone else is going to be able to get it. So the worst forgery we ever had was a five that looked very badly. And instead of someone trying to make it into a 15, they tried to make it into a really bad 10. No. And like anyone who's listening right now, anyone who wants to see what this looked like, anything like that, reach out to me. Instagram, Snapchat, text message, whatever, get a hold of me and I will personally show you how bad this forgery looked. Uh, I did a very bad job of drawing the one, but the one's not what's on what's on show here. But I'm, I'm literally sending you a snap of how bad this looked right now. And again, if anyone wants to actually see how bad this fucking forgery was. Oh, my that's God, that's looked. that's so bad. Yeah, they tried to turn that shitty five into a zero. So instead of just putting a one and making it 15, they because it was only for five pills. They tried to turn it into a fifth, like a, a, a fifth, like a 15 instead of a 10. They tried to turn it into a 10 instead of a 15. And also we would get a lot of people from UK and UK would write these. They had these big slips that they could write like four or five prescriptions on. And if there was ever if the if the person didn't remember to mark through the empty boxes, we would have people try and write like there was one person who had it was like five days of an antibiotic, uh, some promethazine to help with like a stomach ache, and then like something else like cyclobenzaprine and like flexoril, like something to like a muscle relaxer. Right. And then someone tried to write a hundred and twenty Percocet on one of the oh, open lines. No, you're never gonna get that. No dream on man yeah. like that's yeah i i yeah the uh what a what a crazy uh i i don't miss any of that and the um 
yeah, I just I, I don't miss any of that working with the there were like there were a couple of people that were that like knew what they were doing and then there was a bunch of people who just did not care and I don't miss that at all. Uh yeah, I, I think I've mentioned this on air before, but um we had a a couple that was like forging prescriptions from their doctor's office and they call like you know we said there was an issue with it and we had to get something figured out and the fucking morons sat in our drive through for 15 minutes while the police showed up and arrested them and then three days later because i was at a walgreens there was a rite aid directly across the street it's before the merger happened. Yes, I'm old. Go fuck yourself. Um, and they tried to transfer their forged prescriptions. And I just remember hearing the the pharmacist go, no, that's forged. This is yeah, like, the one for her husband is too. Yeah, no. Yeah, good luck with them. Thanks. Have a nice day. Uh, and then the, sorry, I, I got one more dumb pharmacy story and then we can move on to whatever else we have. Um, <laughs> when I was at the, the private pharmacy, you know, we only, we only helped a certain group of people and we got this prescription in it. You only helped midgets. You could, you you like, we're going to peel back. We're going to, we're going to pull back the flap. It, you, you worked at a, I hate that so much. It's, it's, it's a thing now. It's a thing now. Uh, you worked at a pharmacy that catered only to midgets. The, the L the LPP the Little People Pharmacy. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. Hold on, I got. So I, I'm I'm gonna find the uh, the audio that we have. Um, God. All right. I'll, Hi. I'll do you have my prescription? It was oh like my that. God. It was like that oh a little bit. God. The doctor so, should have called it in about two hours ago. No. So this is funny. So we get a fax in because you know Did the you pharmacy is one of the. One of the dying industries I'll stop. still uses a goddamn fax machine. Yeah. And it's for, as a former pharmacy tech and as just a person who's not an idiot, you'll you'll know what I'm saying. It was for 16 ounces of promethazine VC with codeine. Nope. And, you know, I'm like staring at it and I call the person because they they'd never filled with us before. They, it was a, a new person. So I'm like, I'm, I'm getting them registered and everything. And I go, OK, I need your social. They give me the social. And I was like, all right. So like, give me your insurance information. They go, oh, I have to make a payment on my insurance. So I'm currently like unable to like. So I'm just paying cash. And I go. You know. You know, when I called you and I said where I was from, like, you know, they're all on blank insurance. Right. And he goes. Yeah, uh, I, I just still have to make a payment for mine. I go, it's always deducted from paychecks. So I'm just going to let you go now, and we're going to pretend this call never happened. Yeah. And he goes, well, when can I come pick up my prescription? I go, you can't. No. And just hung up. You can't. You and can't. so that's when I like looked at the doctor's phone number, and like I looked up the doctor in our system, and it was a different phone number. So I called, and I was like, hey, this is Chris from blank. Uh, are you aware? And they were like, did they send something to y'all too? And they were like, yeah, they were like, We've had nine pharmacies call us in the past three days. So basically, it was this person just throwing shit against the wall to see what stuck. Yeah. I think we, yeah, I think it went something like this. 
I'm in between insurances <laughs> right now. And I'm about a half payment behind. Can you just fill it? I've got this no, cash. Bro. I've got this cash that I pulled out of the tree where I work and make cookies. Yo, if you're the one who makes the double stuff, I'm all in for it. Double stuff you, baby. Absolutely, baby. That just took a weird turn. That just took a weird turn. Have you saying, whoops, those aren't fudge stripes. Ew. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> this, is, this just turned disgusting. This just turned real gross. Uh, <sighs> Oof. Yuck. <laughs> don't like this. Don't yeah, like sorry. this. So sorry I turned it into my, like, weird pharmacy bitch fest episode. Hey, every so often one of us gets a, an episode of the show where we're just like, we need to just have a little bit of therapy. Yeah. It just turns into a therapy session where one of us gets to use the midget voice. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We work it out. You just you got to work it out, man. That's how it goes. So, uh... No, I've got a very important question for you that I've been waiting to ask you. Because I want your opinion and your thoughts on this. So I've been watching, as you know, I've been watching a lot of American horrors. They had okay. a hell of a great lineup today. It was fantastic. Um, okay. Like, they, they, they have been... Uh, Heart motherfucking Fisher has been knocking it out of the park with uh, scheduling this week. It has been phenomenal. Um, but I've noticed a theme in a lot of mid, like that that mid to late 80s, that is uh, like there's a really heavy-handed consumerism and items as defense th thematic writing that's been present in a lot of horror movies from yeah. like 85 to 88 if you if a movie plays there's probably like there's there's several things that you see but one of them is is like a a commercial establishment that ends up being used as some kind of defensive or offensive aid. And like, you know, for a while, like there was a theme where like, you know, the thing was um, like in the mall, like, like overnight at the mall or like being trapped in the mall or trapped in a retail store, like trapped in a department store overnight, like staying in a, insert store here overnight and then chaos ensues. So mm -hmm. I wanted to get your opinion on power rankings of different establishments to be stuck in, in the event, not of a, and I want to be very clear. I want to be very clear, not in a, zombie apocalypse okay not in an end of the world type scenario 
just in a horror movie setting. Like there's a killer on the loose and you're in some establishment, whether it's like a a movie theater or a restaurant or a department store or a, you know, whatever it happens to be. What are your power, like what's your power ranking for retail commercial establishments in the event that you're in a horror movie. Yeah. Right. Because I've seen best like, to worst or worst to best. Well, let's do worst to best because I've seen a lot in the past, like three weeks. There's, there's been a, uh, like a theater that's been like, like an in mid renovations, like movie theater, uh, a department store, a mall, a restaurant, like a sit-down restaurant, a fast food restaurant, um, just a straight up like a sporting goods store, um, a toy store. Uh, so there, there, there's a lot of options to pick from. Hmm. So the absolute like worst place, I I think you almost have to go um, hotel. Hotel's pretty bad. Hotel's pretty bad, especially like the higher you are, the worse all things are going to be. That's true. Unless so... unless your plan is the only way that a hotel is good is if they have a helipad on the roof and your goal is to get, like you have a helicopter waiting for you to escape. But that... I, I ain't got a helicopter. What the fuck are you talking like, about? Like 99.999% chance of the time, that's not going to happen. So being in a hotel, terrible idea. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Um... So hotel's probably the worst. Yeah. Uh can I, can I can I can I throw one in there that's almost like hotel? Is it hospital? No, I was going to put hospital above airport. Ooh, see, no, I I would disagree about airport. I don't I don't think an airport's a great a great place. Airport has so many exits though. Yeah, but like but like let, let's say it's let's say it's a um because like all you have for defense options is like the duty free shop, uh, True. the crummy restaurants, and that's about it. Like there's nothing to like really defend yourself with. Um, you could try and make your way to the exits, but most of like the bigger airports are kind of maze like, and you might end up getting more lost, especially in panic. But there's still an exit everywhere. <sighs> like. Every runway is an exit. Well, maybe you're you're high up though, so you'd have to jump for it out of like the, the sky I mean, bridge. A lot, of them are, a lot of them are only ten to fifteen feet off the ground. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to risk it because you're you're jumping onto blacktop. You're jumping I'm onto six, a runway. Seven. Uh, if I hang off, we're talking less than a six to seven foot drop. Uh, I don't know. It's risky. 
it's, it's risky. risky for you. It is. My you know, big I only, I'm fine. only concerned about me. No offense to anybody else, but I'm only looking out for me in this scenario. See, I would like I would put a hospital up there with hotel. Like, I, I, for these three, it's hotel, hospital, airport. I think hospital, while also windy and maze-like, especially if you can get to where the surgeries take place, you have a lot of sharp objects that you could use to defend yourself. You have a lot of weapon potential for defensive mode. And also, if you could make it to... Yes and no. Like, Is there still... Is there electricity in the hospital? Let's say... Let's say it's under emergency power. So, like, important things still have power, but, like, you have limited lights. And no phones in any of these. No phones. That's Um, fair. Yeah, no phones. No phones, because that's too easy. But you have, like, limited lights, but, like, essential things have power as part of, like, the emergency backup generator or what have you. And we're talking like we're talking like slasher, like yeah, no yeah. ghost, like slasher. No, okay. no, there's nothing supernatural. It's like it's like which. Okay, here here's the scenario that we'll do. Which place in like a wrong turn esque movie where you have damn, you know, like um, um, I mean, wrong turn four is in a hospital, right? So I mean, you kind of uh-huh. have a you kind of have a blueprint there, um. So, yeah, I, I just think, like, if, especially if you could make your way to either, like, you know, where the drugs are or where, uh, like, the 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 drips, like, the chemical drips are where you could jam it in somebody who's who's coming oh, after I you. I mean, and, you're or, also going to have the battery-powered uh, paddles. The, yeah, clear. The, the defibrillator. The, so yeah, to yeah. jolt someone and plenty of scalpels and saws right. so and things yeah, like, like that. So, okay, okay, so yeah, okay. Like you if, make a valid point. If like if you can if you can find your way there, because if you can't find your way there and you're just like, fuck it, I'm not gonna go out exploring. I'm not gonna like put myself in danger because I don't know what's out there. I'm just gonna hold up somewhere, then maybe your options might be a little more limited. But if we're le- like like if you're not afraid to get out there and try and find some of those like you've got maybe like a bone cracking saw or uh something um you know sharp stuff that you sharp implements that you can use to defend yourself quite possibly so i would put that above something like an airport it depends on if you're trying to fight or escape Right. If you're trying to fight hospital, if you're trying to escape airport. Because at least every concourse is still going to have multiple floor level exits for the ground crew. Let's pretend, let's pretend that the only entrance and exit that is available to you is like one like uh, like like none of the none of the like the the rotating doors work none of those um none of those doors work um like there's let's say there's like a very specific entrance and exit that you need to use to get out you can't use okay. just any of them 
So we're, we're we're playing by Dead by Daylight rules. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're gonna okay. we're gonna skew it a little bit out of out of our favor. Then yeah. Then, then hospital above airport. Because uh, as you said, airport's not gonna have a lot where you can. Airport might have some good hiding places, and yeah, you're never really gonna be above ground level. Where you know hospitals are still multiple floors and that sort right. of thing. But um in in the way you're saying yeah it's it's a hotel airport hospital yeah i think so uh, I, I think we can say best is mall right um yeah mall although um if it's mall closed and all of the security gates are down it's worse mm. But still doable because most of them have like the chain down, but they have like a glass that you can break. But then that does yeah. give away your position. Well, or so. are we playing by Dawn of the Dead rules where you find the like, you know, the end all be all janitor keys yeah, that unlock might, everything? You might find master key. Uh, where yeah. do you put where do you put restaurant? Like where where would restaurant fall? Because there are a couple I, of different kinds of restaurants like a. A standard sit-down restaurant is better than like a bakery. Yeah, for like sure. like of course. Um, well, I mean, a bakery's tiny. A bakery, um, a bakery's one so of the worst. If we're talking about like your average, like let's say like TGF Fridays, right? Um, actually, no, that's a horrible example because there's all the shit on the walls. Uh, so let's say like Cheddar's Red Robin, something yeah. like that. Um. You know, you know, I'm familiar with the Red Robin layout, so oh, I'm, I'm on I board. I had, I, I had to name <laughs> drop it for you. I'm on board uh, with it. So I think I'm going. It scales towards the worst end. I, yeah, I, like, I genuinely think it's there, there's not a lot of hiding place. No places. Everything's um, noisy. Like there's pots and pans probably everywhere. They just, everything that makes noise. And there's yeah. not a lot of like sharp knives to help you because most of restaurants anymore, everything comes prepackaged and stuff anyway. So you don't have a lot of utensils back there to use. And they're mostly all plastic at this point. And and so much of the food is pre-prepared. You don't have people actually like cutting apart chicken or meat or things like that. Like if if we're talking about like a fancy steakhouse where they're actually like cutting the meat in the kitchen that's probably a little higher. Right. That, but that, if we're that talking about like better, your yeah. standard, like bullshit, like chain restaurant. Right. It's probably somewhere. It's probably right below, right below hotel. Yeah. Like you, it, like it, it, it is not somewhere I want to be stuck. If it's like a steakhouse that might have like a couple steak knives. Like if you get stuck in like a Texas roadhouse, you yeah. might, you might fare a little better, but even then your chances still are not that great. And There's not a lot I of resources. Ask, I want to ask you, and now, are we including house or neighborhood? And when I say neighborhood, I don't mean like 10 streets. But again, let's take it dead by daylight rules. And let's say the uh, the Michael Myers, like the, the Haddonfield level. Okay. Where there are only four houses you can go into. And each one only has about four or five rooms you can go into. Like, are we playing by those rules? Like, I, I don't need access to like, you, you've been around the neighborhood I live in. Like, I don't need access to these like 
five bedroom, three bath, like finished basement style home. No, like, because like I'm telling you right now, like and and you've played Friday the Thirteenth the game with me. If I have access to five houses, you're never gonna catch me. No, like period. So we'll unless you walk into a house and just randomly right, stab you, a bed, if you just one time. It just happens to not go my way. But 99%, like in real life, I figure that I would be able to find a hiding spot in a house the, without the, the much The best part is, and I, I have to reference this, I still think you think I was cheating that game. No, there's only one person that I know that cheats at Friday the 13th, the game, and it's not you. Um, but you're leaving bloody. <laughs> <sighs> um. No, I think. Oh God, no, Uh. no. Um, I think if if we're given neighborhood, I would say, yeah, like a maximum of four houses. Okay, I would not. I would not want to stretch because any more now, it would almost be more dangerous to try and get into somebody's house than just let the serial killer kill you. Oh, yeah. Uh, and most houses are going to be like, like, let's say it's a neighborhood, but like realistically, most of the houses are going to be locked up and the windows are going to be locked up and there's not really going to be a way in. So you might have several houses that are around, but they're not viable options, especially if you're not trying to give yourself away. Like if you're trying to, if if your your um your response is flight not fight and you're trying to run and hide your options are limited because there's going to be a lot of houses that in order to get into them you're going to have to break a window you got to do something to and make, make a noise. Lot of noise yeah you're going to have right. to give away a position right so like we'll take those out realistically like if you were to make it a realistic setting where those would not be an option. Uh, so you might have like one or two houses that like someone left a window open or something and you managed to sneak in. Um, and for the purposes of this, we would say like they're not home and they don't have an alarm system because that's the other thing is like you step your foot down and you, the alarm goes off, dead giveaway. So yeah, we would say, you know, neighborhood maybe like at maximum, I'd say four houses because I feel like it's unrealistic to think of in any given neighborhood that more than four houses would be unlocked and able to get into at any given point. Just realistically. Um, so I put, I put neighborhood pretty okay though, because I I'd put neighborhood probably like middle, middle upper. Okay, so let's let let's look at it like this. We got uh, the six options: hotel, airport, restaurant, hospital, mall, neighborhood. Okay, I'm still saying mall is the best. Yeah, mall. Even even with the fact that that it's a crapshoot on number one if stores are going to be accessible, and number two yeah. if you find keys to get there. I, yeah, mall is still number one. Mall's number one. Oh shit! I just thought of a seventh seventh option, but we'll we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. All right. All right. So power ranking worst to best worst hotel. 
then airport, then restaurant, then hospital, then neighborhood, then mall. Yes. I think that's, that's exactly definitive. how I'm looking at it. Yeah, I think that is the definitive power ranking. I think I think we can call that the official FWB podcast power ranking of the the big six. And here's my question for you. All right. Where do you put farm? Ooh, farm. Again, no access in, in this mythical dead by daylight rules area. There is a definitive line you can't go past. Say you have a little bit of a cornfield, an actual barn, and maybe the farmhouse itself. Right, because let's say it's surrounded by forest, which is actually worse. Yeah. Yeah, so like, and you, you, you can't go past there. Okay. Um, farm, okay, see, farm has potential for great defensive weapons. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of a lot of you know farming tools a lot of stuff like that you also have the heavy duty equipment but most of that is very noisy and slow moving so it's not necessarily good for offensive or defensive i would probably put farm i would put farm close i would put it Above restaurant, I would put it, I'd probably put it below neighborhood. Like in terms of best or worst? Uh, it would be better. It would, it would be worse than neighborhood, but better than everything else that's under neighborhood. Okay, see, like, I, I think we're on the same board because I think it goes, in terms of best, I think your top three are farm, neighborhood, mall. Yeah, yeah. I, I would put them uh, literally in that reverse order. I would put it in um, uh, mall, neighborhood, farm, but I think that's my top three in order. Number well, one. no, no, no. I, I was going from three to one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So exactly right. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, number three uh, would be farm, yeah. number two, neighborhood, number yeah. one. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah. farm knocks hospital out of the top three. Yeah, yeah, I think that, I think that's uh, th- that's the best. That feels the best because yeah. farm, you've got a lot of options, but you do have a lot of open space and not a lot of stuff to hide in and around. But there's a lot of offensive defensive potential there that could be really good. So, yeah, I I think that one narrowly makes the top three over hospital. Yeah, I like it. I'm here for it. And we, we of course, because uh, I, I think a place like, um, um, like home improvement store and like department store, I think that's more like zombie outbreak talk. Yeah. Uh, I think those fit more into the zombie apocalypse and I don't want to, I don't want to touch zombie stuff. So I'm no, talking no, straight no. up slasher. Um, uh, another option, um, again, more post-apocalyptic, but grocery store uh, I think is terrible. Uh, oh, grocery store is awful. Grocery uh, store, one no, of the worst. Nothing to fight with. It, it's above hotel. Yeah. Barely. And, but it's like on par with restaurant. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, yeah. So, 
Um, like, uh, unless I'm going to dump a bunching bunch of cooking oil by one of the exits, that way they trip when they're coming to get me. Yeah. Then I, I, got, I got nothing. I mean, I'm throwing chicken nuggets at them, but I don't think that's going to oh, do yeah. much. I don't think that's going to do anything. So, uh, I'm going to try and knock them out. Like, it, it's <laughs> literally going to be a bunch of like cooking oil with like the school supply thumbtacks. Yeah. extend it that way if they fall they're getting hurt i think I, I i think the lower that it goes on the list i think the more home alone ish you have to be oh yeah I, I think the more you have to take what limited resources you have and set up like booby traps because you can't really fight back like in the moment you have to kind of stack it in your favor using trickery and then as you get further along like at the mall, you probably don't have to use as much trickery because you have more supplies and stuff, so you have a better chance of a of a of a head on fight, or you know the ability to defend yourself in the moment. But as you get worse and worse, like in a restaurant or at a hotel, you're gonna have to set up traps using just what's around. I feel like it becomes more home alone ish as you go. As you go oh, down absolutely. the list, so because um, as as you were saying that, I was like, he like we're literally we're getting into Home Alone territory. So, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that's a solid list. I think I think it, it's wild. Like we completely agree. Oh yeah, on I mean, the there, lineup. There's, like, in my mind, that's just the way it is. Yeah, it like, makes, makes yeah. the most sense. So, yeah, um, don't forget, you can hear uh, more of this and other great insights uh, at the TN2M Shows Presents a Night of Comedy. And that's Saturday. Just the FWB podcast presents. It, but... Pretty much, yeah. Um, and uh, with we've got special guests, um, and it's going to be a ton of fun. Tickets are only $10. You can get yours at TN2MShows.com. And uh, we are we are inching closer to selling out every day. So don't hesitate for your tickets. If you haven't bought them already, uh, I will personally guarantee you. I've, I've made the guarantee and I will say it again. If you buy a ticket to this show and you do not enjoy yourself, if you don't laugh, if you don't have a good time, I will buy you a ticket to our September show when we announce the date. Um, I will buy you an, uh, another ticket. So uh, we will try and win you back because I'm that sure that you're going to absolutely love what we've got. So um, I had a had a great lunch today, uh, going over some uh some of our what we've got planned out, some of our rundown, some of our um uh what what's going to be taking place. Had a great um meeting of the minds with uh with with Seth who's going to be one of our uh other featured acts other featured comedians and he's really excited he was running some ideas by me and uh just we were kind of brainstorming a little bit and he's super excited he's he's going to have a really good really good set for everybody so uh make sure to come out and get your tickets it is at the historic theater at the National Corvette Museum in Bowling Green. 
beautiful theater. We're going to sully it up. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to... Uh, we're just there to lower the property value. Yeah, they are going to regret letting us have that theater for a few hours. So uh, showtime is 6.30. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people who are really looking forward to it. At the top of that list, it's you and me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as always... Fuck it, who cares anymore? Uh, if you want to join in the conversation, hashtag FWB podcast, pretty much only on Twitter at this point. Yeah, and soon pretty not much. even there. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Because uh, um, If, if about you to want to use it on anything else, we'll love you. And we do love you. Most of you. Some of you. Yeah, most a few of you. Really just each other. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's pretty... Oh, wait, hold on. We got to do that. <laughs> Almost missed oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah, we almost we, missed we, we it. We almost fucked it up. It's been so long. We're out, we're out of practice. We're out of practice. Yeah. But my friends, it's good to be back. It's good to be. We're getting back in the groove as we're about to get out of the groove yeah. next week. Best um, of next week. So don't tune in live next week because it will be a best of. We're gonna handpick one from the vault. Uh, we're going way back, mm-hmm. and it's gonna mm-hmm. be great. And uh, it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Uh, I've got one in mind that I think uh, that I'm going to pick. So uh, we'll have we'll, we'll have a great one that uh, most people have never heard. A lot of people have only heard one time, and that's it. So mm-hmm. it should be interesting. People are going to be like, why don't you go away more often so we can hear more from the vault? feel like that's the reaction that we're going to get but that'll be next week uh until then buy buy a ticket to our night whoa of whoa whoa no i'm just whoa, saying till then till then buy a ticket to our to our night of comedy it's only ten dollars oh, i thought you were saying buy i was like no 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 no, no, no. I, know the I do rules. the outros dude we've been doing this 195 times i know how it goes by now <laughs> uh so yeah buy a ticket tn2mshows.com yeah come see us be assholes live on stage it's true as opposed to, you know, anyone who just sees us in person just gets to see us be assholes anyway. But, my friends, uh, we'll talk to you all in a couple of weeks. We'll miss some. We'll miss each other. We'll yeah. miss each other. That's, That's about okay, it. Yeah. But until then, my friends, stay safe. Stay happy. Keep doing what you're doing. We can't wait to be back with you. It feels good to be back. Uh, it's it's. We've been out of practice for a bit, and we're ready to be back into it. So, until then, thank you all for being our friends. Tell me you love me. No, I'm I'm talking to you. Say it. Say it before we go off the air. Oh, you actually want me to say it? I thought you were just going to do it. Yeah. Dude, you know say I love it. you. Oh, I love you too, buddy. With benefits. <laughs>